Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. One of the most challenging things about writing is coming up with an original idea. We don't want to come up with the same descriptions, the same off-the-shelf characters. We want to avoid giving the reader something they've heard over and over before. We want to give them something new. But how do we come up with original ideas? How do we find a new way to describe something we've all seen before? For example, the view from an airplane window as it takes off, or a character's reaction to troubling news, or the description of a suburban street. Your reader craves novelty. Even if it's something ordinary, our job is to avoid cliches. You want to take something ordinary and make it extraordinary. In today's episode, I'm going to give you four ways to boost your creativity so you can come up with original ideas that surprise and delight your reader. Stay tuned. Writer Unleashed is for you, a writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Pinuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach, and each week we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. One of my writer friends, Susan, once described cliches as cockroaches. They can quickly take over a story and they need to be exterminated. As writers, we strive to be original, to say something that hasn't been said before, or to say something common with a surprising twist. Easier said than done, yes, but there are ways to spark your originality your creative imprint. Twyla Tharp calls this your creative DNA. You just need to access it because if you give your readers what they expect, there's no incentive for them to keep reading. Readers want a different perspective, a new way of seeing a sunset or responding to a portrayal or even grieving a loss. So before we dive in, what do we mean by creativity? Creativity is coming up with an idea that no one else has come up with. It's original. It's surprising. It may be the way you describe a setting or how your character reacts to something or someone. We want to avoid cliches. So let's use airplane scenes as an example. It's 
very easy to fall into cliches when describing the view from the window as the plane takes off and everything below shrinks. So let's say you're describing the view from the perspective of a 16-year-old girl who's on the plane with her mother. Toy-sized cars and houses would be something we've heard before, but describing the view as the motherboard of a computer is something we haven't heard before. It's original and it's unusual. One of my personal favorite airplane descriptions comes from Frederick Bartholomew in his novel Tracer. The guy sits down and looks out the window, which appears as though little people have been skating on it. Instead of the toy-like structures below or the clouds, something we'd expect, he gives us something we've seen dozens of times, those little scratch marks on the window, and he comes up with an original way to describe them. So you want to make the ordinary extraordinary. Here's another example from Suzanne Burney's novel, A Crime in the Neighborhood, as the narrator describes an ordinary, quiet, suburban neighborhood. In 1972, Spring Hill was as safe a neighborhood as you could find near an East Coast city, one of those instant subdivisions where brick split levels and two-car garages had been planted like cabbages on squares of quiet green lawn. Planted like cabbages. So creativity is a receptive process. We need to be relaxed and open to letting creative ideas flow in. We need to give our imagination some oxygen. It doesn't happen by willing an original idea to come into existence. We need to court our creativity. We need to create the conditions that allow original ideas to flow in. Okay, So now that we have some examples of original writing versus cliche, here are four ways to get your creative juices flowing. Number one, go for a walk. This is my go-to strategy whenever I'm feeling stuck or I'm having a hard time coming up with an original way to write something or anytime I just feel frustrated or creatively fatigued. Movement of the body has a direct relationship to movement of the mind, and this is backed by science. There was this famous study that measured creativity with three groups of participants. They were asked to brainstorm alternative uses for common household items, for example, a key or a car tire. And they put them in various situations. Some faced a blank wall while walking indoor on a treadmill. Some sat indoors. Some walked outdoors. And the study also compared different combinations. One group had two consecutive seated sessions. One group had a walking session followed by a seated one. And the third group had two consecutive walking sessions before sitting down to brainstorm ideas. And across the board, the researchers found that creativity levels were consistently and significantly higher for the ones who walked compared to those who sat. Now, here's the catch. 
If no other participant in the group gave a certain response, it was considered novel, original. But if more than one person had the same idea, using a key to scratch a car, for example, well, that's definitely something we've heard before. It's cliche. No surprise there, unless what's scratched into the car is the surprise. One of the answers from one of the participants who walked on the treadmill before sitting came up with this alternative use for a key. If you were dying and had to carve your murderer's name in the dirt right before you died. Now, taking time to go for a walk may sound counterintuitive and even not a great use of time when it's in such short supply already, but it will give you more creative momentum and you'll get more mileage out of your writing time. My physical therapist used to say that sitting is the new smoking. Now, I know how easy it is to blow off even a 10 to 15 minute walk. After all, we've all heard the term butt in the chair, but it's not great for original thinking. So make an effort to make physical activity a regular practice. You'll get so much more momentum out of your writing if you do. The idea here is that you don't want the physical activity to take a lot of energy or attention. So running wouldn't have the same effect. Power walking wouldn't have the same effect. You just want to walk at a comfortable pace. 10 to 15 minutes can do wonders. Nothing strenuous. Make it easy. Number two, create white space in your day. This means no obligations. Forget your to-do list put it aside for now, this can mean the difference between finishing your book and giving up on it because you've run out of bandwidth. Taking some time for yourself throughout the day to replenish is so important. Walking could be the white space in your day. For me, it's also non-negotiable to have at least 20 to 30 minutes of white space every single morning before the day gets going, before I'm off to the races. We're so used to jam-packing our day, running from one activity to another. If you're a working parent, you know how hectic every day can be. We're often swinging from one important thing to the next. Now, I have this bad habit of eating lunch at my desk and working through lunch, but I found that to be so counterproductive and it created more stress, which was, of course, not very good for creativity. So... Now I take a full 40 minutes to disconnect from my work. I eat lunch outdoors whenever possible, and I reconnect with myself. Now, if you're not creating white space in your day and you're swinging from one thing to the next, you're going to be stressed and you're going to be mentally overloaded. And when you're stressed, your creativity is suppressed. So practice some self-care. This is especially for my parents out there. Raising kids is like having three full-time jobs. Believe me, I know. So number one, go for a walk. Number two, create some white space in your day. Decompress. Number three, keep a journal. Capture your ideas, jot things down, things that you observe. The thing with a journal is that the writing doesn't have to be precious. It's a great way to immortalize a significant moment or even an observation that strikes you. Use your intuition here. Don't overthink this. 
You can also look through old journals. Yesterday, while I was looking through my bookshelves looking for a particular book, I came across some old journals from my 20s, and there were people in my life and experiences and moments and conversations that I had totally forgotten. Now, if I hadn't written them down in my 20s, those memories, those people, those details would have been lost forever. It's not that what you capture in your journal is necessarily material for your story. It could be. You might discover an original detail to use for a character, or you might even get an idea for a new story. More importantly, you never know what those random ideas might spark in you. To keep your creativity turned on, you need to let go of perfectionism. Perfectionism can inhibit creativity. Your journal is a safe place to experiment and get in touch with what matters enough for you to write about. Creativity sometimes feels a lot like goofing off. So allow your mind to wander. Don't try to will original ideas onto the page. Don't try to manufacture it. Keep your creative channels open and let original ideas come to you. This is a more intuitive approach, but it results in more original writing. And number four, don't wait for motivation or inspiration to hit. Motivation is a result. Inspiration is a result. They are not prerequisites, so don't wait around for them in order to give yourself permission to write. For example, the act of getting outside, getting my sneakers on, wearing the appropriate clothes, just getting out of the house is the harder part. I don't actually feel motivated until I'm outside walking. It's the same with writing. The act of writing creates the impetus. It generates motivation. It generates inspiration. So just get going. Okay, so here's what I want you to do next. Whenever you have the opportunity, pick a story problem to brainstorm. Maybe you're struggling to find an original way to describe a character, or you can't find original details to describe a setting, a room, or an action. Go for a walk, preferably outside. Walk at a comfortable pace. Let ideas come to you. Speak them out loud as though you're talking to one person and record them in your phone. Put your earbuds in. Writing it down is already a filter and not very practical when you're walking, so record them in your phone. Number three, come up with as many ideas as you can and revisit them after your walk. Don't lock in on that first idea. Pick one or two to pursue and see where it takes you. Okay, let's wrap this up. Creativity is about coming up with ideas that are surprising and original, ideas that come from you. This might be a description of a person or setting. It might be the way your character responds to challenges or something he or she says, but to elevate it beyond cliche, it should be something the reader hasn't heard before. You don't want to go over the top with this. You can make even the most ordinary thing extraordinary. To keep your creative channels open, number one, take a walk. 10 to 20 minutes can do wonders to boost original thinking. 
Number two, create white space in your day. Let go of your to-do list, reconnect with yourself, slow down. Even 10 minutes can make a world of difference. Number three, keep a journal. This is similar to free writing where you give up any expectations of writing something perfect. The impulse to write perfectly is often the very thing that suffocates creative thinking. And number four, don't wait for motivation or inspiration to strike. That's just not how it works. The act of writing is the only thing that will bring you motivation and inspiration. So just start. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Writer Unleashed. If this episode resonated with you, please go leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Reviews are key to keeping Writer Unleashed on the top of the charts where other writers can find us. I'll see you next week with a brand new episode. In the meantime, join us on our private Facebook group, Writer Unleashed Community. It's totally free to join. And if you want more free resources, plus writing tips, I only share an email. Sign up over at nancypinuccio.com. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Till then, keep writing, and I'll talk to you soon.